0: Opening weekend's in the books, and the Pirates will be headed to, to Bowie's Creek on Tuesday night. And um, the, our next guest, uh, he and I always laugh about this. There are a few things that are certain in life, death, taxes, and East Carolina playing Campbell in the fourth game of the season uh, down in <laughs> Bowie's Creek. Uh, welcome into the show. Campbell head coach, Justin Hare.
1: Yeah, thanks, Bubba. That's um, Cliff and and uh, Coach Palumbo. Been, been great to us when it comes to scheduling, man. First midweek, last midweek for you know eight straight years, nine straight years now. So um, it's a good setup, I think, for both sides, and and uh, always fun to to know exactly who we got game four, and um, you know I guess about game fifty three too. So
0: your club obviously had a. A very strong challenge on opening weekend with Rutgers out of the Big Ten uh there in Bowie's Creek. But before we uh, talk about that series and on um, Campbell's taking two out of three from the Scarlet Knights, um you're entering year nine here uh, or there in Bowie's Creek. So just you know tell our viewers and listeners, you know, what you've established with that Campbell's program. That Campbell program, excuse me.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Um yeah, year nine. Um <laughs> it's crazy uh, you know uh, um year 16 overall I was the assistant here for 7 years and now this year 9 is the head coach and been fortunate enough the last um four full seasons we've we've won the regular season championship in, in the big south conference we've won three tournament championships been to four straight regionals um been to two regional finals uh 2019 was was in greenville um and um then then 2021 we were at Mississippi State and and last year we were at Tennessee and um you know so continue to to try to to drive that the the program forward and been fortunate to have a lot of really good players had had two players um taken in the first round last year with the thirteenth and thirty sixth overall pick um and uh two more guys one guy got drafted and, and signed uh and another guy got drafted and and or I'm sorry signed free agent deals so we had um, you know, has had some success in, in the recent drafts and, and um, you know, trying to build something special and and something we can compete, you know, at the national
0: level year in and year out. And you've certainly done that. Uh, I know last year when you guys went over to Knoxville, I was keeping a close eye and doing some school board watching and watching the game on my phone while I was at the Greenville Regional. And uh, you guys certainly gave the Vols everything they wanted, took them down to the <laughs> – to the or took him to the brink but um you know taking a look at this year's team um talk about some of what you return um as expected and uh, you you are the preseason pick we all know that doesn't mean but so much uh but uh, it's one on the field but you know, once again folks are expecting you to win the big south and um, you had the preseason pitcher and player of the year
1: yeah we've got Cade Keeler kind of our Friday guy returning um on the mound he um he actually pitched at, at ECU. Started for us at ECU last year at the end of the year, um, and and threw against Tennessee in the regional. Um, pitched for Team USA this this past summer and and uh, in the Cape before that. And uh, junior right-handed pitcher. He's um, really special. Probably has a chance to to go on the first day of the draft. Um, you know, hopefully, if he stays healthy and and all things. You know continue to click for him and and uh, drake pearson was preseason player of the year um uh, hit 19 home runs for us last year plays first base um you know so so got some some guys that um, you know have some experience and 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 some of that stuff coming back him and you know offensively him and jared belbin both had 19 home runs um tyler halstead hit 375 or something like that for us last year and so Got, you know, four or five guys that that in our lineup that have kind of been through the fire and 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 kind of understand that. We've got, you know, a lot of guys on the mound. I think we got 14, 13 or 14 returning pitchers and some guys that have had different roles for us that will have different roles for us this year. Um, brought in some some guys, some new guys that I think will be very good for us. So, you know, between, you know, Cade Keeler and, and Ty Cummings and Aaron Rund and some of those guys that, you know, are familiar names for our fan base, you know, within our pitching staff. You know, we'll mix in some new guys. Hunter Lloyd, and, and which is a transfer from East Tennessee State. Ernie Day um, threw really well for us yesterday. Chance D'Aquila um, was, was really, really good for us. Junior college transfer um, was really good for us on Saturday. So it's a good mix of, of new and old um, and and some, some guys that have been through the fire and, and have some really good experience. So looking forward to those guys being able to um, carry us and, and, and kind of set the tone for us
0: early and often. Part of continuing to advance the program is putting together such a challenging uh, non-conference schedule. Clearly there's no shortage of regional opponents um, with the likes of East Carolina, North Carolina, NC State, uh, Duke, et cetera, uh, to pick from. But then uh, you you also uh, are bringing in opponents for three game series uh, like the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, who were 44 and 15 a season ago. Uh, So um, just talk about your philosophy there um, as you continue to, seek to get this program to a, a super regional and beyond.
1: Yeah. You know, again, I think, you know, th- there's, there's a couple of, there's a couple of pieces of that, that, that I think are really important when it comes to scheduling one, you know, East Carolina's in in the American and it's probably one of the top four five, six conferences um, strength, you know, strength of of schedule from a conference standpoint, we're not fortunate enough to, to have those opportunities in conference, our, our, our conference is what it is. There's, there's very good teams, but sometimes that RPI and strength of schedule is not, not great. So it doesn't set us up for a ton of success where we can build, you know, a high RPI and, and strength of schedule. So we need to make sure we do a very good job in our non-conference scheduling, um, where, where we can challenge ourselves. And, and when we have good years, we can be in that conversation. Um, to be an at-large bid to get into the NCAA tournament, because you know we we don't want to you know we just don't want to leave anything to chance, right? And and so um, it's really hard to earn an at-large bid. Uh, it's certainly harder even as a mid-major, and so developing a, um, a a reputation for being able to to play anybody anywhere at any time kind of is, is really important. And and being able the, the portion of the, our schedule that we control really needs to challenge us and, and set us up for when we do have good clubs and 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 good teams, we have an opportunity to be in that conversation. But then I think the other piece is um, you know, that that we want to make sure that that we're playing the best teams in the country, that we're that we're challenging ourselves in, in different environments, uh, different stadiums, teams out of different big conferences and 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 all those sorts of things because one, it makes us better as a program. And as a team, but two, it also gives our guys confidence that, you know, it, you know, for, for us to get to Omaha, we're going to have to run through a regional at, at in Greenville or Knoxville or, or Starkville or or Fullerton or or Stanford or, or somewhere with a with a with a name brand name uh, attached to it, and and so, you know, our guys need to be used to playing in those atmospheres against those type of teams, so that you know, it. it hey, this is just like any other Tuesday night game this is just like any other environment that we've been in um, all year. And, and and I think consistent scheduling like that over the course of time has really benefited us um, and put us in a position to, to be successful both in and out of conference um, and allowed us, you know, to, to be an at-large bid for the first time in school history in 2021. And, um, you know, be in that conversation, you know, should should one weekend at a conference tournament at the end of May not go the way we want it to.
0: As I mentioned in the open, uh, you guys took two out of three from Rutgers, um, winning eleven to five in the opener, ten to nothing in game two, but um, before falling sixteen to three uh, in the series finale. Uh, so, um, what were some of the things that you saw uh, going through all three phases of the game on opening weekend?
1: Yeah, Friday and Saturday, I thought we, you know, we we kind of executed in in all three facets. We we did a good job of being able to control the strike zone against a, a guy that their Friday guy is really good, has really, really good stuff, kind of a sidearm guy with it's 93 to 97 and with a slider and a little cutter. And, and we were did a good job of being able to control the zone um on him and and get him out after two and and get into the bullpen a little bit. We pitched it really well. Cade Keeler punched out eight, I think, in five innings and and gave up two earned. Um, was was pretty sharp early after a little rain delay. And then, you know, Saturday, kind of the same thing on the mound. Chance Taquilla did a really good job and controlled the tempo and 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 really got ahead and, and put those guys in some defensive counts. And, and uh, you know, Rutgers led the country in runs scored last year, so we knew it was going to be a challenge, um, you know, from a pitching and defense standpoint because they can really score and, and they've got some really nice players. Um, you know, offensively, we were able to execute, you know, kind of – in the run game, and the short game, we were able to bang some balls off the wall, hit some balls out of the yard and, and, and do some different things. Um, you know, we're, we're, you know, Friday and Saturday looked like we were a little bit further along in our development than, than maybe we have been early in, in some years past. So I felt really good about that. And then, you know, quite honestly, Sunday, we just, we didn't execute and, and really in any facet, uh, I didn't really, maybe I didn't do a very good job of, of preparing our guys, but we didn't pitch it great uh, we got uh, a you know a poor start and and we didn't play we didn't help ourselves out defensively we had two errors which um, was our first two errors of the year we dropped the fly ball in center field and you know we but we made probably four or five other you know mental mistakes that that kind of set them up to to create some innings and then you know offensively we left guys on we didn't you know short game like like we're capable of doing we had 12 guys left on base and had some opportunities in the middle to kind of get back into the game and get some momentum that we didn't do. And so, you know, we'll, we'll practice again today and, and uh, address some of those things and learn from our mistakes, learn from the things that we did well and try to make sure we're ready for Tuesday night.
0: A few minutes ago, you referenced some of those familiar faces that we've seen uh, so much production from already, but um, you've continued to recruit at a higher and higher level as this program has grown. And uh, With that being the case, you know, who are some guys that are to new that are new to the Campbell program that we uh, may uh, be a little surprised from on Tuesday night or, you know, continuing on throughout the season?
1: Yeah. uh, You know, I I think on the mound, um, we've got some guys that, that, that will be solid. We'll, we'll start Hunter Lloyd on the mound on Tuesday. He's a transfer from East Tennessee state. He's played in the Cape this past summer and, and um Got a chance to to really do some nice things for us on the mound. I think we'll match up, you know, in the midweek with with our non-conference schedule, and um, he's a weekend quality type arm. And uh, so I'm I'm excited for to see, you know, him get out there and, and get his feet wet in our program. Chance to kill DeQuilla D- from Catawba Valley who's our Saturday guy. Um, really good pitchability. Ernie Day is from Iowa Western. Um, also you know a big arm and 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 has a chance to do some really nice things offensively. We've got a good mix of of new guys. Um Chandler Riley is a, a transfer from Gaston College and, and plays third base for us and, and really solid defensively and left-handed hitters got a chance to to do some things. I think he's you know one of our better pure hitters. You know, he he didn't have a great opening weekend but sometimes you know that happens and um, but once he gets going, I think he'll be really solid. Trenton Harris um plays shortstop for us um from Iowa Western Community College and and really, really solid in the field and and um put together a really nice opening weekend. And we got, you know, a, a handful of outfielders that um you know that are pretty good and and um you know have a chance to do some things, Peyton Howard and Max Weller and and some different guys out there. So it's it's gonna be a fun group and and um, you know, we we do. You know, we try to do a really good job when it comes to junior college transfers and and some of that stuff. And so, um, you know, a lot of those guys will will get a chance early to to jump in and make an impact and um, do some good things for us.
0: Obviously, your focus has been on uh, your your team, but um, you know, in preparation for Tuesday's game, obviously, East Carolina coming off a sweep of Atinfo uh, George Washington, you know, uh, really was was challenged in game one on Saturday's doubleheader, um, but found a way to come back and win that and rode that momentum to a series sweep. So what are some of the things um, that you've seen from Cliff Godwin's team?
1: Honestly, I haven't, I I haven't watched a single bit of video, but I know this, um, it doesn't matter if we would play coach Godwin's team in, in July or in January or February and may and whatever, like, I know they're going to be tough. I know they're going to be um, really well coached. I know that um, they're going to play um, with some intensity and um, they're going to be clean and uh, they're going to challenge you in a lot of different ways. They're going to be able to short game. They're going to have some guys that can run the ball out of the yard. They're going to have a lot of options out of the bullpen that will offer you different looks and, and, and um, that you're going to have to make adjustments to. Um, it's always, um, though we haven't had a a ton of success when it comes to wins and losses, I don't think we've played some really good games and, 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 and really had some, some solid battles. Um, I know that we're going to have a really good measuring stick for, for where we are. Hopefully we're a decent measuring stick for them for, for where they are. Um, and, uh, I know that there's going to be a lot of talent out there on Tuesday night and, and everybody's going to be really well coached hopefully and, and uh, hopefully, it's going to be a really, really good game, and 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 uh, you know, a, a tough win for whoever gets it.
0: it. With the exception of the 2021 season, this has been a home and away series, you know, you know, home and home uh, rather for quite some time, um, with the scheduling quirk of 21. Um, now this year um, we're taking it a step further in addition to playing in Greenville and Bowie's Creek. And when there's also a game at the beautiful uh, woodpeckers ballpark there in Fayetteville. So uh, just talk about uh, you and Cliff um, being on the same page there. I I guess, you know, coach Palumbo um, is the one handling the scheduling, but um, talk about that arrangement.
1: Yeah. It, you know, it's, it's one of those things that that sometimes um, necessity breeds some, some creativity, right? Like, we, we both had a, a date there in March that or, – or a week in March that we needed a midweek game, and and um, we're both having a, a hard time of filling that with, with other people for whatever reason. We got dropped or they got dropped by somebody or, or schedule changes. Stuff happens all the time, and, and uh, Coach Palumbo just reached out and said, hey, what would you think about playing the third game? Maybe we can find a, a neutral site. And we talked it through and and uh, was able to to get – Fayetteville kind of in the in the mix, and and uh, him and Coach Godwin got together and, and talked about it, and you know, so I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a fun, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a fun deal, man. I, you know, where where we'll get a chance to play each other three times, it should be a good, you know, strength of schedule and RPI situation for both teams. Um, Fayetteville's a a really really nice stadium, um, should be a good crowd, I would think there, and and. Um, not far from, from where coach Godwin grew up. And so, you know, be right down the road from, from some family members for him. And so, um, you know, and, and, you know, people in Eastern North Carolina, um, you know, are, are passionate about, about pirate baseball. And so I think they'll come out. I think our fan base will come out on, on that Wednesday night. And, hopefully it'll be a really good situation for everybody and, and something maybe we can look to do, you know, sometime in the future. I don't think we can, we can do it in, in 24, but uh, we've talked about, you know, that being a, being an option, you know, sometime in the future as well. I think it, you know, gives us a chance to to face really good opponents for a third time. And, and uh, that's always a good thing for college baseball and certainly a good thing for both programs, hopefully.
0: No doubt. Yeah. Um... Coach, appreciate your time. And um, you know, before we let you run um, and go about your business uh today, uh, so you know, tell folks how they can follow you on social media as well as the program um there on the screen.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh you follow me on Twitter, I'm fairly active on Twitter and and um try to provide some value for people. Uh J Hair oh three, J H A I R E zero three is is my Twitter handle and, and same on Instagram, I think. And then uh, go camels BSB is our, is our, um, Twitter handle on, on, uh, on social, um, for Instagram and, 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 uh, Twitter for our, for our program feed, which we, you know, try to do a really good job of and, and, you know, keep people, um, locked in. We got us, you know, streaming on ESPN plus, but, you know, follow along on live stats and, and, uh, and follow on Twitter. Our, our folks do a really good job on on that kind of stuff. So we'd, we'd love to have some people jump on and follow us and, and um, be along for the ride.
0: Again, appreciate the visit, and we'll talk to you later in the season.
1: Thanks, Bubba. Talk to you later, man.